time of the week. <laughs> it's that time of the week. Well, better than that time of the month, I guess. Well, jeez, oh, is that how we're starting off this show, are we? <laughs> Uh, w- welcome everyone to the, <laughs> the We Only Do One Take podcast. It's the only Northern Suburbs podcast that is a complete shit show. <laughs> As you can tell. And uh, I didn't look at the stats, but how are we going with our international uh, visitors? All, not, we're not I, visitors, I listeners. Also, I also haven't looked at the stats, but I'm assuming they're going to be continuing the strong trend that these uh, last of the, the people from the Netherlands... We're listening a lot, and I'm going to assume that the trend is still strong because that's how confident I am in our statistics, Kieran. <laughs> All right, I just said before, just before we started recording, I said I listened to the the vice president used to be vice president, the only first Australian vice president of Microsoft Talk. Yeah, right. And it was this 30 minute talk, and it was it was pretty cool to listen to. <laughs> and he goes, ah, oh, he went to this. He's talked about here. We went to this conference, and there's like maybe five thousand people there, and the speaker got up and said, "All right, everyone, stand up." close your eyes, and everyone point north. So everyone, you know, points in a direction and he says, open your eyes. And then there's people pointing in 5,000 different directions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, And then he says, all right, everyone close your eyes again, but only if you're confident. Only if you know the exact direction north is, point. Yeah. And he said, about 5% or whatever, um, pointed. So, oh, 10%, whatever it was, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so he said there's like 500 people pointing, right? For yeah. North. But he said there was 500 people pointing in different directions. Yeah. Anyway, the analogy was he's like, you've got to all align and a company and all that kind of oh, stuff. Yeah, and you've yeah, got to be yeah. pointing in the right right direction. But then he said, but then there's those dickheads in, in your organization or company that are so <laughs> confident that they're just going to take you in the wrong direction. And they become the CEO of a podcast. What can I say, Kieran? <laughs> There's nothing else. You walked right into that one, motherfucker. That's... <laughs> oh, shit. I did. Uh, well, it's been a busy week. We've both been um, very stressed at work. Very, very busy. You can tell we're quite quite tired tonight. I don't know if, if that's coming across in the recording. But we do try and be the best we can on on radio um, and on podcasts. And Could you imagine if we ended up on like Triple J? Yes. What would be funnier than most of the people on <laughs> Triple J? Let's, let's, you know. Kieran and Turch does breakfast. Oh. <laughs> no, it wouldn't because you would never rock up. <laughs> no, I'd be there. Yeah, you'd be there. I would be there. <laughs> when I used to do breakfast radio on Sin, that was the <laughs> student youth network, <laughs> my my other mates they hated me because I accepted the Sunday morning that's pretty six a.m. to nine a.m. time slot. Oh, so you should you see you should have been really funny with it, and uh, in hindsight, Captain Hindsight over here, you should have called it like Sunday service or something like that, <laughs> and he could have like gone, yeah, it's like not a Christian thing, and just played like death metal, <laughs> satanic metal tunes, and talked about shit that you wanted to talk about, like oh. atheism. <laughs> Oh, that would actually that's a that's a brilliant idea. No, we just called it Libs- We should do a Sunday show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sunday service. Sun- we'll start off with a prayer that we write and yeah. uh, then some metal tunes and then we'll uh, do some more ranting. <laughs> we can't even do a, th- a consistent Thursday show, let alone an extra Sunday show. There may be if we ever do start our Patreon, that can be once a month our Sunday Sunday service. Sunday service. Sunday we service. Should totally oh, do I that. love it. I love it. Oh well Kieran, as we do with every single one of these shows, we start off with a rant. And I think I want to give people, and it's, I don't know if it's my turn or your turn. We used to really be very strict about who was going to do a rant, but now it just... Sometimes the shows just turn into a rant. Sometimes the show <laughs> just turns into a rant. Um, so I figure I'll start with this one here. Um, Jess and I will be going to Germany for Oktoberfest. 
Now, Congratulations. Uh, it's very, very exciting. And I'll just, uh, so a uh, bit of a heads up to our listeners. Will you have a beer belly? I already do. Okay. I'm already well, <laughs> well, well ahead. <laughs> but I uh, just want to tell our listeners in the upcoming months, the last week of September, first week of October, maybe the week after that, we will be taking a break to recoup and all that sort of stuff for the podcast. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe Kieran will record his joke and release it. Maybe episode 29 will come up as well. <laughs> maybe at that time, episode 29 <laughs> will appear. Will appear. So there may be some sort of um, postings in the meantime. But nonetheless, just now being um, celebrating the wonderful world of beer, steins and pork in the lovely country that is Germany. I'm very excited by this. Before you go on holiday or something like this, mm-hmm. one of the big things you have to do is see everybody. So everyone's like, oh, I want to see you before you go to wish yeah. you well. And you're just like, oh, okay. now, Now, from what I'm hearing, right, you must be going away for years. Uh, no. You I, must be going away for years, Turch, because everyone wants to see you before you go. Well, as I just ex- just explained to all the lovely listeners out there and to, you, and, and to everyone... I'm only going away for like three weeks. <laughs> well, we need going away drinks. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. We, we will be doing that, but that's fine. But you know, what? going away drinks or something like that, I'm absolutely okay with. But it's it's all the additional things that come along with going away because people that you haven't seen, like you know, you post something that's like, yeah, like you know, fifty days to Germany. Like you know, Jess will post something like that or get really excited, or she'll put, say we'll say it in passing, and people go, "Oh, before you go, you have to have dinner with us, or you have to meet up with us." It's like, oh, that's a whole fucking that's a whole fucking time, isn't it? <laughs> you know, I'd rather like like you know with with us, I'd go, yeah, like you know, we're gonna try to get ten of us together, we're gonna have some beers and that's. See, my mum went on a three week adventure, went to Western Australia, camp, lollies, camping or something. <laughs> I don't know, it was glamping, and um. I said to her, I was like, enjoy your trip. Don't yeah. contact me for three weeks. Exactly right. You're on holidays. And I think, look, my parents go away all the time. Do the I know. Year- I came back from overseas. They came back from overseas. Yeah. Different flights. We met each other, like, walking <laughs> the towards immigration. At the airport. At the airport. Exactly right. But my parents came back from overseas. And the only time I ever like to hear from them is, one, when do you want me to pick you up? I'm happy to pick up my parents in the airport. They're the only people... I'm happy to pick up from the There's airport. There's a caveat to that. If I'm picking up someone from the airport boost, and they're boost, coming through boost. international, yeah, it should be, what drink do you want? Exactly what? right. And then, yeah. and then. Look, always happy to pick up mum and dad from the airport. And uh, that that's basically, basically it. But I can't remember where I was going with this. That's, you've thrown me off my train of thought. <laughs> sorry, you're complaining about people yeah, yeah. trying to catch up so with you. Because you're going to... away for years, apparently. Oh, sorry, my parents. Yeah. So the only photos that my parents ever send me from when they're overseas is uh, pictures of my dad drinking. <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> Which is fantastic. Uh, you know what? Out of all the photos in the world, uh, those are the ones I say. Because I hate when people take photos of like sceneries and they just post it on like social media. It's like, this is the lake. And you're like, nah, this is a useless photo. It. I think the best advice I've ever heard about photos is if there's not someone in the photo with the item or whatever it is, it's a useless photo. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I agree with that because you can buy a postcard. Whole thing is you could show people that you're actually in it, you know. And as narcissistic as selfies are, they do have a purpose. I think. Nonetheless, everyone wants to catch up with me, and just do a dinner and stuff like that. But there's some, definitely some people like you're definitely friends with them, and you don't mind being around them in social settings with other people. 
But there's some. But once they get onto that one-to-one interaction with you, you become. You want to become a bit more distant, mm-hmm. and it's really hard to talk about things. Yeah. With them, and this is my problem. And I know I sound like I've had about fifty different problems, fifty different rants. <laughs> this little thing to build up, but you have to understand. The, the rant I'm having about today is people who don't have hobbies. Ah, oh, the old... Oh, I've got nothing funny to say. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to call them lobbies, but I don't even think that's... The old no hobbies. Yeah, nobbies, they're no, not... They're nobbies. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and I'm sure you've met a whole bunch of these kind of people before. Like You just go out with them and you think, yeah, okay, you know what? I understand. People are busy. We're... Like we work full time, you know, and when you get home, sometimes you can't be bothered doing anything, you know. Mm-hmm. But it comes to a stage within your own personal self that you need to do something. Like in my mind, I'm always ticking, unless I'm like sick. Like I was sick yesterday, I'm back on it sort of today. Unless I'm physically incapable of doing something, I want to do something crazy or something stupid or something different that I've never done before. Yeah, yeah, I so, hear, so, I hear. So, for instance, like, you know, I used to play indoor soccer like every week with some mate and it was great fun and every week that was my thing to do. No, on, t- on top of that, we used to do like a week, one day a week of training. I've got the, my band, The Clichés. Yeah, you were also in a netball team, we were a in, mixed yeah, we netball played, team. We played netball together. Why? Why not? Uh, and which I have to say, it is a brutal game when men play netball because it's unlike basketball. You can't get fouled out. No. So it's fucking brutal. No. Well, we had a team member that did get fouled out. Remember that? <laughs> well, there's, you know. <laughs> Special cases. But, you know, like you know, like I said, I've got the band The Clichés who are playing on the 8th of September at Bar 303, which is very exciting. I'm very excited to get back and play music with those people. I'm always organising things. Like, you know, even like we're me- meeting up with, um, we're going to see Dead City Ruins this week. This Friday, which is one of our mates' band, ex guest, excellent band as well, excellent band as well. We're really excited to go see them, and it's like, oh well, you know, well we're there anyway. Let's all make, let's book a table and have some chicken, have some palmers. It's palmers, everybody, chicken palmers. Thank you very much. Fuck you, Sydney. And oh, what does Sydney call it? Palmies. Oh no, yeah. no, no. See, he's it, a Perth boy over here, and he calls them Palmers. See, it's, it's not Palmies. It's Palm Palmers. Palmers. Yeah, exactly right. Ego. Um, you know, but like, you know, all these other activities, like you know, I used to, like I said, play indoor soccer. I'll go. We we do a podcast like once a week. You know, on the weekends, I like to go see see, see you guys. I like to go. Be, all these activities, and that's what makes people interesting, you know. Always doing something. Yeah, always doing something. Always doing you know, something. You're always got, you know, you're starting up a business in the background. You're also going to all these. I other went to, which I'll have to talk about because I've got a review. Please, please. And it's not a movie review. I went to a museum. There you go. See, I tried to be cultured. Oh, you cultured motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> you know, but people do. But I hate it when you like go to talk to somebody and they just go like, oh, you know, Tuesday nights for. for uh, the Wednesday or Thursday nights for us, or sometimes Tuesdays, is podcast recording night. We have lots of fun. We sit there. We have a couple of drinks. We talk about all the crap, all the weird. We have some laughs. Have some laughs, you know. And then we do create things, and we post it, and we get some social media thing. And then you know, like this week, I also had a rehearsal with Jess for our gig up uh, upcoming show. All exciting stuff. Busy week on top of work. What did you do? Oh, I just watched TV, or didn't do anything, or. Nothing fancy. Mm. And it's just like, 
what are you doing? Like, I, I can't, like, I'm, I think I've got, like, this OCD, ADHD. No, we're very similar. Sort of thing. We're very you know? similar. Like, I need to be doing something compulsively, you know? We're, we're very similar. I've got to be doing things, too. Um, every now and then. I sort of go, all right, fuck it. I'm having a day of doing fuck all. Yeah, you need those. Right? Absolutely. Which, which... But it's d- a recoup d- day, d- yeah. D- doesn't happen. Actually, I remember I toured America, right? Mm. For a whole month. Like, on the go, on the go, on the go. And I, this sounds so crazy. It was towards the end, about to come home. And there was one day where I was like, you know what? I'm not fucking getting out of yeah, bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I watched South Park all day. Yeah. And that was like one of the best days. But it's that recoup day. Look, <laughs> I, under- I completely understand. Like, you know, like I said, yesterday, today, had a, had a migraine. No. Nah totally conked out but here i am look still recording the podcast you know that's sort all of but i just don't understand how you can have every single day is a nothing day once you come home from work like even my parents who you know winding up with their careers and stuff like that getting there like you know they'll still take the dog out for the walk for a walk or they'll watch you know they'll go look they'll play, they're fantastic scrabble players they'll go out and organize things to go see you know live music acts at, at the italian clubs and do all that sort of thing they do all those fun things mm and their lives are vastly more interesting than some of the people my age who I meet who are couples. And, you know, I see... It's I mean, it's different when you've got a child, a young child. Well, the, or the, the couple that I'm talking about in particular doesn't have a child. They've they, moved in together, they're married. But that's it. They don't do anything... Fun, like, you know, I've invited them out. Hey, let's go have some drinks. You know, drinks are like the easiest thing for people our age to understand. You know, yeah. we don't have to go out and get shit-faced. We don't have to go out and get blindly drunk and end up at the casino and spending $50 <laughs> which on roulette. sometimes which, happens. Which sometimes <laughs> is needed. We don't have to end up at a strip club and see, and then be put, you know, trying to get a lap dance with, with your partner. It doesn't always have to happen. Sometimes you can just go to a bar and have two or three beers. Absolutely. Two or three, you know, uh, and then a whiskey to finish off your night. And you can even drive home. I absolutely understand that. And look, even if you don't drink, absolutely happy to do that as well you know every so often i do a dry month and i just drink soda water i drink you know or something like that and you can just sit with people and just talk to them about crap that's my favorite thing talking about crap yeah look this is what this podcast is all about (laughs) you know it's like the worst seinfeld episode ever but i hate it when they've got nothing to come back to you with Mm. and i'm sure you have experienced people like this as well i've got i know he doesn't listen to the podcast excellent um so i'm safe there but Give him a name. No, no, no. Won't do that. Won't do that. But um, um, I, I don't. I, I would say I don't actually see this person that often in the year. Yeah. But I recently saw this person like twice. Yeah. In the space of the week, and the second time was just like, that was it. That was there was nothing yeah. to to discuss. Like it was like, and not that you've grown apart or anything like no. that. Like it was just like you don't have anything to say, and you're not interested in what I'm saying. Yeah. You know. Oh. Like, you know, again, I'll go back to this couple. I'm going to call these couple the feeling multicultural couple and only one person's going to understand that. <laughs> All right. I think, I think I know who it is. <laughs> but the feeling multicultural couple decide, like... <laughs> do they listen to the podcast? <laughs> I certainly hope that they do now. That's, but, you know, they don't... Like, you know, they saw my dad while he was out and they said, oh... Tell Church to to catch up with us, and then I'm like, well, why do I have you saw my dad? You should message me. 
and then organize something. But I don't even want to message you because you're so boring when I do talk to you. You know, last time I saw them, all they wanted to know about was the uh, one of our friends who uh, one of our friends who's no longer one of us. <laughs> I uh-huh. guess uh-huh. that story. Yeah. And then I'm like, once we did that story, which is a quite a comprehensive story. Um, it is one of the most. You know, when you go out right with friends, everyone's got their. their yeah, sometimes yeah. you're like, oh shit, Kieran's going on about that thing that he's always <laughs> gone on about, but he's got two new people and he's going to bang on about it, right? And everyone else is everyone, like, this everyone is else the- is like, we've heard it, we yeah. know the punchline, yeah. we're bailing and we're going to talk about other things or disappear, right? This story. That, that story is very <laughs> comprehensive. And, but that story involves a lot of people. There's it, a lot of key stakeholders. I was going to say, that story has people coming in and out, diving in. And, you know what? We should actually. I don't know if we ever want to do this to actually record it. Because I don't think we have enough people to get on the show to actually record and do it justice. You know, um, you know Hamish and Andy, how they've got that, that show where they it's the real stories? Yeah. People like real pub stories. I think, I think we should apply for that. But we're going to need like 10 of us sitting there oh. explaining... <laughs> it all started off with a Tinder. <laughs> but look, that's my sort of rant today. I mean, you know, the pe- this people, the, the people here that I'm talking about. The How does that have anything to do with going overseas for three weeks? Because they wanted to catch up with us, and I'm reg- I'm really like not oh. looking forward to catching up with them because, like, after half an hour of politeness of conversation, or you're not how's going, your job? You're going away for three weeks. I know. I you know. probably see, haven't this seen is, him for like two months. Maybe this is not a wog. Maybe this is like a wog thing. It's like you're going overseas. I must see you and give you. Love and praises or something like that. Or when I come back, they're going to be like, tell us all about your trip, you know? And so, I don't want to do that. Like, you know, I drank a lot. This I'm going to tell everyone what my Germany trip's going to be like. I drank a lot and I tried not to make any Nazi jokes. That's right. going to be my whole trip to Germany. <laughs> and if anyone says that's not true, that, that that's exactly what's going to happen. It, it's very bad. So if you've got any beautiful Nazi jokes... Please send them to me because I, <laughs> I need fuel for the fire. I, I know it, that's the two things you're not allowed to bring up apparently when you're in Germany: the war yeah. and then uh, 2018 World Cup. Those are the two things you can't bring up. Okay, fair yeah, enough. Very important. 2018 Cup is will get you in jail if you talk about it. Well, yeah, they bombed out in the they bombed out in the uh, the group stage, which has never happened to them before. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, don't don't talk about that. In exciting news, Vietnam lost the semi final. Oh. Of the something something cup sounds important. <laughs> I'm glad you did your research. That's <laughs> uh, just that's breaking news that happened that happened yesterday. Um, okay, so you're going overseas. People want to see you. You don't want to see them. Yeah. Like I said, I get it. I mean, is it is it just me? I was like, I, I, not that I'm sick of talking. To, I think you brought it up. Like, not that I'm sick of seeing these people, but. I just know that after a while, it's the conversation is going to end, and I'm going to be like, "What the? F- why the fuck am I here?" Mm-hmm. You know. Now that's when the men have to do men business, and the women have to do women business. <sighs> so what? Me keep drinking for two. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I went. I, you know what? I'm going to rant. You're going to rant. I'm going to rant. Oh, fire it up. Friend messaged me Sunday morning, right? Oh, actually, Saturday night. Is it me? Fuck. Anyway, anyway no, no. the Vikings. The Vikings were on at the museum. Yeah. Right? And I've been banging on about, maybe not on this podcast, but I'm Viking, right? My heritage is Viking. I've got no evidence to back it up. I was going to say, have you done the DNA test like my nonna did? <laughs> uh, but I, I swear I'm Viking, right? I'll give it to you. Anyway. 
so anyway, go along to this Viking museum tour. Yeah, shit. Why not? Like, sounds fun. Yeah, sounds a bit like of culture a, in here. Sounds like a good way to kill a morning. Yeah. Anyway, get to the Viking museum. Very disappointed because no one's actually taking me on a tour. I've got to read. Right. You don't don't get like the headphones. Nah, no, no headphones. No nothing. Uh. Lots of people there as well. I was going to say, lots of people be there. Be like yourself. Go, I'm definitely a Viking. Let's go see my heritage. Yeah. So lots of people like me there. Uh, lots of lines and things to view content. Anyway, we're in this line. <laughs> this is my zinger. We're in this line. And we're looking... I mean, you've got to like look at some of this stuff and you go, shit, that's from like the 11th century. Yeah, like, yeah. A thousand like, years ago. Like, this is pretty amazing. Like, in a way, like, and looking at the swords and looking at some of the clothing that they had and the jewellery, this is pretty amazing. Anyway, so, like, that's that's pretty cool. There's this girl family in front of us. She must have been 12, right? Bored no. shitless. Like, I can't believe my parents have taken me to this Viking thing um, uh, on, you know, on a Sunday. Anyway, she's on Instagram, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I loudly say... Oh, geez, the museum's done this wrong. They should have just taken all the photo photos of it and put it on Instagram. <laughs> oh, God. I bet you her lies, eyes lit up. Well, I didn't... Number one, I didn't realise how loud I said that. <laughs> of course you didn't. I just thought that was close enough for my friend to hear. I mean, she wasn't that far away. And then she was like... So, she got so embarrassed. <laughs> oh, no, the 12-year-old. <laughs> and, you know, we're like... Oh, no, you're doing I'm the like, Lord's work and I'm like, there. This line's moving really slowly as well to view these next 12 things in the section that we're in. Like, ah, oh shit, we're stuck next to each other. You you are doing the Lord's work, sir. That is... <laughs> that's a fantastic I was actually... Story. I was quite impressed with my comment. Yeah. I was like, that was... That was... Kieran, you genius. Anyway, had to go, had to go out to the uh, to the toilet, right? So there's no toilet in this section. Yeah, of the Vikings didn't have toilets. <laughs> <laughs> this museum part... <laughs> Had to leave. They, ah, you know, that's my zinger for the day. I'm <laughs> proud my, of that one. Had to get my ticket out. They had to write the time that I left. Anyway, go to the bathroom, come back. The line's even huge, like bigger to get in, right? Huge. Huger. Huge. Um, and I was like, well, fu- I'm not fucking lining up again. So I was like, where's the exit? Just walked right in. Right. There was no bloody security. <laughs> so I just walked right in. I got to be in any... I had to go through the gift shop. There's well, a, that's okay. The gift shop, right? But then then there's there was no security. I was like... Yeah. Neat, you done There's it. There's no one. I was like, why did I even buy a ticket? I could have just walked through the. How, and then, how much were tickets? How much did you Oh, save concession, so I was $21. Uh, $21, right? I don't know, it was like 28 or something yeah. for an adult. Uh, but the second part of the museum, no one was in there. Like this this section, everyone's at this front section. There's more well, room. Well, you obviously got there early, so it's still, people are still walking through. Uh, anyway, after that, we're got free admission to the rest of the museum yeah the museum's right. great the museum Melbourne museum's great i you know what they've got a war museum up there at the moment oh do they like world war one way more interested and fascinated yeah. by that than i was of the vikings really yeah oh. vikings didn't do it for me yeah i quite like that i like all the um have like the human development sort of stuff i reckon that's always it's always interesting the way that they figure out parts of how our brain works how our body works and stuff like that Really, just really fascinating to me. Anyway, How I probably won't be there for many, many years to oh, come. Fair enough. Kieran, you got an article for us? Oh, I do. I was actually about to say, Turch, do you have oh. an article for us? Oh, you know what? I've got an article for us because you brought something up last week. Oh shit! And it resonated with me about the <laughs> no about the free about the ability to do to have free speech. Oh, okay. And 
I was like, yeah, look, you know. I said something that resonated with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of the time, something. Okay, not a lot, <laughs> not a lot. But you know what? You do say stuff, and you know, I sort of go, okay, that was kind of in, that was really interesting. I sort of want to, not that I wanted to look into it further, but like, you know, that was a really interesting point, and let's just see what happens. And there's always something pops up mm. in the news. And th- this story is the most ridiculous story you'll ever hear about people not allowed to be to say something. Oh. So here we go. How's this? Okay. This, this is the headline that I read. NASCAR Xfinity driver Colin Daly, who's 26, loses his sponsorship after his father admitted to using the N-word in the 19, in a 1980s radio interview even before his son is born so this company pulled sponsorship for the 26 year old driver on friday the company said it was in response to the racially insensitive remarks made by the father derek daly in the interviews in the 1980s derek is a former driver I was fired from his job as a racing analyst after it resurfaced and he had said uh, the N-word, nigger, during an interview. Connor will make his NASCAR debut at the um, rural Wisconsin road course on Saturday with uh, a different racing team. And that's all you really have to know. This is Don't my- pinpoint me, right? If something that my family or, 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 like, let's say, my father or my mother or my brother or my sister said, right? Yeah. Unless I'm with them well, in... In the the well, next to them, like nodding along, <laughs> yeah, doing doing yeah. head nodding. Right? Yeah, I don't. Maybe if we had a, like a family charity, for instance, yeah. right, and someone said something on behalf of the charity, you are fucked that way, right? Yeah, you're, yeah, because you, you, yeah, but yeah, yeah. If I am not even that, born, well, this, yeah. So the gentleman said it in the nineteen eighties. Look, and I am sure context. I, I always say context is a very important thing. Same as like the last one, last one we're talking about about the lecturer that was going to come to Latrobe University. Was it Latrobe? Yeah, I think yeah. so. In this case, I'm sure context is important too. But let's take it on face value that the that the dad did say nigger. Right? In the 1980s. Why is this now affecting his son, who is a driver? And yes, he is an analyst. But this was 30 years ago almost. And has nothing to do with what's happened what what he's done now and i'm sure he was again it's about context he could have been saying it i, I don't know if he could be saying it in a nice way well assume but he's he not. could have been saying it in an editorial way let's just assume he's saying it in a in the worst way possible right yeah i, I mean the, the the worst way possible that should not that sh- that should not i people are smart enough to go yeah that is not associated with with um this person with right with his son now unless his son has then gone along and endorsed that speech and so going on that the big thing uh, big thing for me was to figure out what exactly he had said so overall these 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 comments came out again some video popped up again the father and the son have both said have both apologized why is the son apologizing this is what's happened I wouldn't have done that. Oh, I'll a, tell them to the go fuck themselves. Not the 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 nigger. No, the, the, <laughs> no the, just the general. Just, just the general. The, yeah. Yeah. So, 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 you know, 
And the father said, look, that was maybe the one and only time I've ever said it. I've never said it again in my whole career. What? But I'm very sorry for doing it 26, was it 30 years ago, 1980s. I, I don't, let's just say that all happened. And I don't understand how it can affect the son. It's it's ridiculous to me. This and now look, I understand free speech. It's not like you know you're not free from the consequences of your speech. Right? Mm, if yeah. you're saying hate speech, or you're saying you know something that is implicitly derogatory, or you know whatever, as long as it comes under the law, absolutely fine. But the context of what you say definitely matters. Well, we know the law is the law, <laughs> and justice, no, fairness must apply. Ugh. But I, I still can't believe it. Sorry, the, not the castle was on, not, not uh, the other night, but the dish, the, <laughs> the dish, dish was on back. the other night. <laughs> still feeling it, feel the goosebumps, I could feel, see, it on your, <laughs> see it on your arms, mate. Um, but yeah, look, this was just a really weird story, and it came up. In like you know when you were talking about the free speech sort of stuff and then this came up I'm like Jesus Christ this is like I don't know if this comes under the banner of political correctness I'm going to assume that it does yeah it comes under political correctness and if this is what political or, correctness is going to become like, the, like the, how does how does anyone go there? or the other the other thing is the sponsorship we're trying to get out of something and they needed a way to break it mm. very weird ruse I mean you know <laughs> We don't want to no longer sponsor him. But where, okay, so where does this go? Like, if this is political correctness, like how far back do you do you go now to put the sins of the father onto the son? Like, I'm sure that my family in the past did some really horrific things. You know, that's just, I mean, but this thing, how far back do you go? Do you go a thousand years ago? I know. Do you go five hundred years ago? Your family are Vikings. You raped and pillaged many a many a town. Do well, I? Do I not have? Let's a... not make accusations. <laughs> we can't take. Back. I mean, uh, me is. I, I mean, I know what your family's done. Hey, look, we killed a lot of. Last <laughs> week. Last week, I know what your family's done, and well, the heinous crime out of them all possible. <laughs> Cream was not served with dessert. No, that's that's pretty normal for Italians. Or, or ice cream. And I understand they've done... We had two types of cake! <laughs> Let's not get bogged down in whether we had two types of cake or not. There was no ice cream or cream served with it. No, you don't and serve that is, ice cream. That is very horrendous. I understand. I understand, Turch, and I understand your anger. Ugh. I'm very sorry that my dog licked your spoon. <laughs> oh, she's so cute, though. <laughs> she got away with it. Yeah, you were very was, happy with this. I was like, ah. Oh. <laughs> Ah, oh, she's licked my spoon. I better get a new. Oh, I got a new one. So it's all. <laughs> you're fine. You're <laughs> fine. You'll live, my good friend. Kieran, it's enough about political correctness gone wild. That should be. Can you imagine that as a porno? Political correctness gone wild. It would just be the worst <laughs> porno ever. Oh, uh, alrighty. Well, a news reporter has been tricked. I'll have to get the uh, the recording and and put it in here. Catherine Bertram. Uh, with the Boston 25 News, was reporting live from a scene of a plane crash at Craneland Airport in Hanson, Massachusetts. So the plane crash was... The, 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 the 20-year-old flying the aeroplane survived, right? Yeah. Not, not badly. Not badly. Is this damaged. the guy that hijacked that plane and did, like, a barrel roll? Uh, maybe. Anyway, the news reporters obviously interviewing, like, what went wrong. Yeah. And he told her it was the flux 
capacitor. <laughs> the flux capacitor <laughs> was broken or damaged, and that's why the plane crashed. So in her news, <laughs> in her news, she reports oh, that God. a defects flux capacitor <laughs> almost caused a possible death. <laughs> Oh man! Sorry, I just found that and found that. That's fantastic. So obviously, this person must have been young or never seen Back to the Future before. It's <laughs> <laughs> just gone. Well, that must that must be right. I would. Ha- I, she would be a mechanic's dream. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you you spindle widget. On, on the, uh, is a bit loose. We're gonna have to replace it with a with a tight um with a firm thingamajig uh spindle widget. <laughs> And uh, we're going to rotate it to the left because if we turn it to the right, like this one is, as you can see here, that's uh, going to cause you some issues down the line. Like, you could just charge it whatever you want. Yeah. Like, if you, if you were unethical, like I am. <laughs> <laughs> so that's great. Just hilarious. Oh, that's pretty good. Kieran, I got mm. a story for you. Okay. I got a story for you. I got two stories about. Uh, I got a story about a bride. Oh, I know weddings are a hot topic around this time of year. By that I mean we are moving into the wedding season. We are moving into the wedding season, maybe even to the surprise wedding season. We'll see how we go. One surprise. I only like to do one surprise wedding wedding a a, a decade. (laughs) So a foul, a bride's foul mouth rant against wedding guests for note for not donating money. (laughs) I saw this. Yeah, a bridezilla has disowned friends and family in a foul mouth rant after she she cancelled her sixty thousand dollar wedding when guests refused to give her fifteen hundred dollars to attend. Now, alarm bells for me. Putting it out there, alarm bells for for me. She spent sixty thousand dollars on a wedding. Yeah. Now that seems about for me sixty thousand dollars too much. Sixty thousand US. US. So let's just let's say, but this is the thing. I'm doing a bit of maths here in my head, and you know sometimes I'm okay. She's asked for one thousand five hundred dollars for for people to attend for sixty thousand dollars, asking fifteen grand each. Uh-huh. That means she only invited forty people. Okay, so forty people to cover the cost. No, I reckon most weddings have about a hundred, though, don't they? I was gonna say, like you know, to maybe okay, six hundred dollars each. There come. are there are is there are weddings where you well, know, you know small the, and all that, but yeah, 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 but forty people is is quite very small. Yeah, I mean, you know. I think the I think the last couple of weddings I've been to have been about 100, 120. I mean, my mum who got married the second time had about forty. Yeah, that's it. You know, but like the last wedding, uh, the, the weddings we've been to, like our friend's wedding, had like a hundred people, a yeah. hundred something people, because the Wog family, mm-hmm. like you know, well, like, even a hundred small, hundred small, hundred small, which is which is crazy to think. So look, I'm not going to go go down that thing. I'll just try and read a bit of mm-hmm. her message. Dear friends, it comes with great sadness that I am announcing the cancellation of our wedding. I apologize for canceling only four days beforehand. Unfortunately, the, br- the groom and I have broken up due to some recent in- irreparable pro- irreparable problems. Um, we have been decided to end our relationship and not go forth with future proceedings. However, we're remaining civil and are still a team for our son. After hours of tears, mental exhaustion, and even uh, disassociation, I've come to the decision in one hour after posting the status, I'm going to delete my Facebook. Great. Cry for attention. Mm-hmm. Psychoanalysis as we go, right? 
<laughs> Social media has caused me only paranoia and toxicity. I'll be spending these next two months backpacking in South America, exploring my soul and ridding myself of toxic energy brought on by my friends and family. The right, ones- sounds like she's got a child. Yeah, she does have a child. She did say that. Is she, she said- leaving the child behind? I look. She's taking as she states here. I am ridding myself of toxic energy brought on by my friends and family. <laughs> I will be out of the um out of the country for all of October and November. Please don't contact me. When I'm ready, I'll make uh, make a new Facebook and add friends and family that haven't fucking stabbed me in the back. I'm assuming that's what it says. How did it all come crashing down? Well, I invite you all on Facebook, prayers, bystanders, and characters in my people life to take a seat and listen. Before I begin my mini novel... Oh my god, is she still going on? This is like 400 pages. I don't even know where to, where to sort of start. Oh, this is gold. Keep going. Yeah, I know. I'm really enjoying this. <laughs> <laughs> this is some nice gold. Okay, before I begin this mini novel, I invite you all to um, put yourself in my shoes. For once, let me take the stage and let me voice my most, uh, my, my most painful few months of my life. First, things were a fairy tale. We met. I met my love of my life at 14. We were both young and somehow just knew... We were meant to be. We worked on my mum's farm together and each warm summer spent the field. Our love grew deeper and deeper. Fast forward to high school, we went strong all four years. He put a ring on my finger when I was 18, worth nearly $5,000. So, so far, this is racking up. This is Anthony racking up his mm-hmm. head. $60,000 for a wedding, wasted five grand on a ring. So, $65,000. We put everything on the line for each other, everything. We both chose to attend the same community college and work full time in order to build our dream. We spent most of our days by each other's side. I will be always be thankful for that. Fast forward a few years, I was 20. A few years, 22. That's two years. Yep. Yep. I realized I was pregnant with my first. We were uh, elated, tearful, and thankful for God for this gift. After giving birth to Declan, and the Declan is spelled D-E-C-L-Y-N. Um, I knew the next stop would be to focus on my career, become financially stable. My ex did the same. We saved and saved. I was in love. Wait, her ex? What? Well, I'm assuming she's referring to the ex now. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, You know, my current partner, I guess. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. at that time. Yeah, yeah. I was happy and looking forward to it. We managed to have up nearly $15,000 for a wedding. Well done. Okay, so $45,000. I don't don't think, you know... To be fair, weddings are great. Yeah. But... God forbid if I've got to pay for my wedding. Oh, fucked. Uh, I'm not. I'm not putting that money in a wedding. I, I'm no. putting it in like shares. Shares, or- yeah, a house. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, since our love, uh, since our love was like a fairy tale, we wanted an extravagant blowout wedding. Well, where our son could be included, we started touring venues. Is she, did she say the word blowout? Yeah, that's what. That's a extravagant blowout wedding. What is she a gypsy? Oh, I don't know. She's having a real good time. I'll, I'll, okay, ready for this one. A local psychic told us to go with more with the more expensive option. And we thought, why the hell not? We just need a little push. Our dream amounted to $60,000. All included with flights to Aruba. <laughs> <laughs> we asked for a little help from our friends and family to make it, help and make it, make it happen. I specifically... I mean specifically ask for cash for gifts. How could we have our wedding that we dreamt of without proper funding? We sacrificed so much and only asked each guest for around fifteen hundred dollars. Number one, just I'm just pointing out number one. I have yet to give any of my friends at their wedding fifteen hundred dollars. <laughs> 
I think yeah, I don't think I'll sorry, buddy. <laughs> like, You're not getting fifteen hundred buckets. <laughs> and you know what? I'm gonna put it out there because Kieran's always said you were gonna be the minister at my wedding. Yeah. You know, the uh, servers yeah. or whatever you call it. As soon as you propose that's right. that day I'm booking in and getting my celebrants. Course. That's right, that's it. Celebrant which for which at the moment I'm gonna to have to fork out about nine hundred buckaroos. That's pretty. So that's the so, most expensive thing that's like you'll the ever most expensive do. Gift. But you're only doing it because you want to be a dick. <laughs> yeah, and then and then it's obviously all for spite. <laughs> then obviously I've got to do a few more weddings to get that return on yeah, investment. Yeah, yeah. But fine, yeah, good, good return. So we'd sacrificed so much, and we only asked each guest for around fifteen hundred dollars. We talked to a few people who had promised us more to make our dream come true. My maid of honor, who shall not be named, pledged five grand along with her planning services. We tearfully thanked and accepted. My ex's family offered to contribute three thousand, so our request of fifteen hundred dollars for all the other guests was not fucking out of the ordinary. She she writes like a three year old. Likely, we made it clear: if you couldn't contribute, you weren't invited to our exclusive wedding. It was a once in a lifetime party. Exclu. Hang on a second. There's there's some alarm bells ringing here. <laughs> exclusive. It. Do you know what? Like, if you want to have. I don't mind having a dream wedding, but if it takes you 10 years to save up to have this wedding, fine. Take your 10 years. Take your 10 years or, or 20 take years. take out a loan. Pardon? Take out a loan. Yeah. Like, very simple. Everyone does personal loans. Very easy to do. The bank will guarantee you money. Got to pay it back. That's how the economy works. Shall I continue? Yeah. Oh, so we yeah. sent out RSVPs and only eight people replied and sent us the check. Who were those eight people? So, I'm just kidding. So, other than... Uh, let's see here. So, eight people. I'm assuming one would be the maid of honour. Mm-hmm. The ex's family. So, maybe two... The mother and father. If my sister or brother got married and said, oh, by the way, it's going to cost you 1500 bucks. All right, hang on. Let me put it... Let me rephrase My dad it, would right? smack him over the back of the head. Hang Bam! on. Hang on. <laughs> if it was in Melbourne and yeah. they said, by the way, you've got to pay 1500 bucks to come... To I'd, I'd kill them, yeah. Right. I'd be like, no, no way. My mother's wedding, right? We had to fly to Bowen, right? But she, which very grateful as well, she's like, "You got to buy your own ticket." Yeah. All right, fair enough. But she covered the accommodation. Perfect. For which a is week. probably more expensive. Yeah, which is way more expensive. So yeah, I was like, yeah. I was like no, "Oh, thank done, God," because I would have been up there. Otherwise, I would have been there for like three days, not yeah. a week. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like, had a great time. But it was also like, um. And which mum also understood. I'm flying up there. I'm taking like personal leave to go there. So I'm not using the leave for what necessary. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? And it's. Yeah. It balances out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, if I had a friend who was getting married in like New York or whatever, you've got to travel there. So you are going to spend like money to travel. Yes. So sometimes. But you know what? Like, I'm sure if, if someone got married in New York, like a friend of ours got married in New York, he'd be like, you know what? Yeah, okay. I'll go, but I'll also... Because it's going to be in like two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And three but years. But also, I'll take off four weeks and yeah. I'll be in the US. Yeah, and I'll travel. And I'll travel. And yeah. it works out, you yeah. know. And it's like, you know, yeah, two or three days for the wedding, travel for three weeks. Yeah. Shall I continue? Because it only goes better. Yeah, yeah, continue. Great. So, Sorry, listeners to the podcast. This... No, no, this is, they're enjoying it, I'm sure. So only eight people sent the check. We were fucking livid. How was this supposed to happen without a little help from our friends? How much money do they have now? So, uh, five grand. Plus so, they had 15. Yeah. So plus, they got a five from the maid. $5,000 from the maid of honest, 20 now. Plus, 3,000 from the family. Yeah, 23. 23. That's all I count. So plus, 
1500 times 8. Yeah, 1500 times 8. Yeah. So yeah, they're about 35 cray. They're okay. about halfway. Just over halfway. Um, to make matters worse, my ex's family took back their offer. Suddenly, more people backed out, including the cunt maid of honor. My best friend since childhood, my second family. I was so sh- shocked and tearful. To make matters worse, it was only one month before the wedding. I had to uh, everything uh, to cancel. Everything would have been another f- would have been more than five thousand dollars. Desperately, we resend our invites and asked people to donate what they could. I mean, seriously, people, what is a thousand dollars? What is fifteen hundred dollars? Clearly, not a lot. It would have been quite marginal and within budget. I've heard of people asking for worse. We also set up a GoFundMe. We only got $250. At this point, we were exhausted, tired. I yelled at my ex. I became unraveled and I realized my own dream wedding was becoming a nightmare. And then it got worse. (laughs) (laughs) My ex came into the room and offered to get a Vegas wedding done. I laughed in his face. Ah, that is... That is brilliant. That is just... But he was dead serious. He wanted those cheap, raggedy, filthy, whore-like Vegas weddings. I mean, what the fuck? Was he out of his mind? Am I some hooch piece of fucking trash? A hooker? Am I supposed to like the idea of getting married in the heart of a shady gambler's alcoholics and get-rich-fast fallacy? Suddenly, my body began to shake and I entered a panic attack. I'm putting it out there. Are all the people that wanted to come to your wedding were... Uh, shady gamblers, alcoholics, and uh, get-rich-fast fallacy people. Because that's what people do the way. They go, yep, here's some money. I'm going to drink as much of your booze as I possibly can. Yep, that's basically what I do. So she had a panic attack. My left uh, my ex left the room and didn't apologize for his horrid suggestion. Then I called my maid of honor and cried my eyes out. Instead of sympathy, I was told I was asking for way too much and I should stick to my budget, which is $15,000. So she, like, if a project said, hey, we need four times the budget, They'd probably go, you know what? We're going to fire you. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think this person understands how the world works. It's in a, um, I mean, no words, can, no words can describe. How could someone offer me thousands of fucking dollars, then deny me my promised money, and then tell me to shift down my budget? She knows my fucking dream was a blowout wedding. I just wanted to be a Kardashian for a day and then live my life like normal. I called her a filthy fucking poor excuse of a friend and hung up. Wait, the bride of honor said that to the yeah no 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 the maid of honor no, or she, the maid of honor the said ma- that- so the maid of honor just said to the bride hey, look you know maybe um, shift down your budget yeah and and then she goes I just want to be a Kardashian for I a want to be a Kardashian uh, I called her a filthy fucking poor excuse of a friend and hung up <laughs> <laughs> she uh, she blocked me off all social media rumors swirled I received anonymous threats. My ex uh, stayed out later and later, and and I have and I have a feeling he even cheated. My bridesmaids climbed on the boat with my maid of honor and dissed me. They essentially told me I was crazy. They asked for their deposits back. I said fuck you. I res- refused to give them back until they pay me back for emotional distress. Oh man. My ex started to talk to my maid of honor and gossip about me by my back. I overheard him talking in the basement, calling me a stuck-up bitch. Okay, so this is the last bit. Anyway, I am exhausted. I am uh, bone tired. My heart is not the same. It's stone cold, fragmented, empty. I need to go away. I need to get away from this awful society. How hard would it have been to fucking donate, friends? 
Do I matter to you? Just fucking give me money for my wedding. I won't even sugarcoat it. I won't even pretend that it's not what I wanted. It was for a dream. I was stabbed, cheated on, and WRK'd. Wrecked? Huh. I think that's uh, definitely not a word. Goodbye, see you in two months. Friendly reminder to you cunts. Don't think you own me. I'm cutting you off like uh, cutting all of you snakes off. I'm living my life alone now. I only let those I believe have good intentions. And so two comments have been left on to here. Because mm-hmm. this was a Facebook post. Um, wow. Do you want to say something before? Wow. I. What? She, she's a stuck up bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, blame everyone else. Don't take responsibility. There's no responsibility. There's no responsibility. It's, it's incredible. No responsibility there. And do you know what? 1500 bucks. Is a big deal. Well, okay. So in Australian money, it's like what two, two and a half grand. Let's yeah. just say two grand to keep it really easy. Yeah. Holy crap! If someone said to me, unless like you know what, like if someone came to me and said, "Can I borrow a hundred bucks?" You'd be like, "What for?" <laughs> I'd be like, "Well, it depends who you, it depends who you are." But like, yeah. hundred bucks is still a. It's a big deal. It's still a big deal. It's a big deal to a lot of people. I would say most people go, even if you're trying to give away fifty bucks. Yeah, go, even hey. fifty bucks. Uh-huh. You know, I guess it's one of those things like you wouldn't even like a lot of the times you wouldn't even give a dollar to a, a homeless guy. Yeah. Unless you really felt like you had to. Like most people just wouldn't. Like that's a that's a fact. Like, you know, you walk down the street, you see a homeless guy, eh, not gonna give him any money. But even if a but a friend for a wedding for she's she stated it right at the end. All I'm asking for I want you to pay for my wedding. Ooh, that's That's not how the world works. That's fair. I like how she's out in an Indiegogo, or is it like a, a GoFundMe, GoFundMe or something like that. I can imagine that being shut down like a motherfucker. That is just... It's mind-blowing. I, I, I didn't just, realize... I would, discon- I would disconnect from that friend. If that was a friend, I'd be like, well, no, I think that get they the all did, fuck but out of like, my life. But, it sounds but like she's the taking the money, now going on a holiday. Yeah. yeah. Well, she had 15 grand straight up. She has a $5,000 ring on her finger that's worthless because, you know, diamonds are useless. And she's and she's gone off, left the son and left the husband. So fifteen grand plus, she's probably still got that that uh, fifteen hundred dollars times eight. Yeah, give what's or take. What they asked for a back oh, so, so she's uh, got about yeah. twenty grand. Yeah, she's got about twenty grand. She's got twelve k there, fifteen grand there. She's got thirty k, thirty k. She's going on a holiday. Yeah, she's gone backpacking with my fucking money, my fifteen hundred. Yeah, I'd be fucking. I'd be, oh. oh, there's a lawsuit. Yeah, definitely happening. It would be really interesting to see if anything happens. I feel really bad for the, like, like she went to a psychic and the psychic said, do the full thing wedding. If if my if, if my partner ever came to us for a psychic and we should spend four times our budget that we actually have for a wedding, there would be there would be a very I, big I know your option, right? Let's just say. Be a very big conversation. Let's just say you had $50,000 for a wedding church. Yep. But you know you could basically put fifty thousand dollars in shares or something like that, right? Like there's this, there's. I'd this, rather put a deposit on a house. This amazing investment opportunity, or even a house, right? Yeah. Even a house, where you know that that money is going to go up in value. Yeah. Right. And I find it very hard to justify go, money go, for a wedding. I could have a fifty thousand dollar wedding that's got no return. Or I could go, you know what, I'm going to put $40,000 toward a house, but we'll have 10000 for... Oh, look, and I understand that you've got to spend money on a wedding. Because weddings are expensive overall. Like, you know, if you want decent food, you want decent booze, you want people to sing and dance, you know, and share your day with you. Mm. Understand, but you know what? You invite people to your wedding that you want to celebrate your day 
With. With. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, I'd invite, you know, that's why you invite your family that you love. It's why you invite your best mate to put them on a table next to the booze. Yeah. You know, and that's what you do. And that's why you hire, you know, a DJ or a band so everyone can have lots of fun and dance and do stupid shit. I don't even know what you spend $60,000 on. Like, unless you... All right, so... I, uh, a family, friend, connection, blah, blah, blah. Like, member of Melbourne's high society, right? Yeah. His first daughter got married. Yeah. Right? He's in the law... Potenti- law spectrum, right? Potentially a judge. Yeah. Right? His first daughter got married, and he told her... Whatever, like, this is... Okay, whatever, you're having the wedding, but there's conditions on your wedding. Of course. Um, and she goes, what do you mean? And she goes, there's guests I have to invite. Of course. And there is a... Obviously, her do- like, her daughter knows the standard, but there is a standard to this wedding because it, high society yeah. is coming to this wedding, which means, basically... I have he, to... He's got to spend a bucket load. I think the wedding... I think this wedding costs about 150000 it's um, a lot of money. A lot but, of money, But that right? was the... But he had to... He had, he to, had actu- to fork it out, yeah. He had to... He, he was paying for it. But he also had to... He had to dictate some of the terms to his daughters because it was his first daughter getting married. Didn't matter for the other other three that got married. Yeah. But just the first one. Yeah. Just, this, this, I was like, wow, just... It's a bit like... I mean, you know, always, I always bring it back to Italians because that's what I know, right? But same as Italians, like my parents talk about, like you know, mum and dad had a list of about a hundred people, hmm. and the grandparents added in an extra fifty people each, and went up to two hundred people at this wedding. And mum's like, I don't know a lot of these people at this wedding. Like you know, there's some photos of people. My nonno would be like, Oh, I met him on the boat coming from Australia the second time. <laughs> I have to invite him. <laughs> and I went to his son's wedding. Yeah. So I have to invite him. Yeah. No, we don't. Yes, we do, because it's disrespectful. If not. And it's like little things like that, and it yeah. gets people stuck in there. But you know what? Even though they went to this wedding, they invited these people, to this wedding, they didn't ask them for $1,500. $1, no. Oh, that's insanity. Oh, what, are the, what, are the, what are the comments? I want to, I want to know the comments. Only, I know there's only two comments. There's only two comments, and I'm assuming that this is like friends of, of, of the bride or the bride-to-be. It's a, they've been crossed out. It says, I have no words. You're out of your mind, Susan. And the other one is, what What happened to you? Who the hell expects that amount of money? Those are the only two comments. But everyone on, on the uh, on the old interblag seems to be not on her side. Can you... I, 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 mind-boggling. Like, you know, you've got, a few, you've got a son. So the son's got to be at least a couple of years old. Wouldn't you rather set yourself up with that? Put the money towards yeah the son the like son. you know yeah who cares if you're not married no oh, unbelievable well from brides to guns to brides to guns <laughs> you know what might need one <laughs> uh, thieves in Paraguay uh, sorry thieves replace Paraguay police rifles with toy replicas that's great oh, during an inspection officers found that the FNFAL battle rifles had been replaced with wooden and plastic replicas. 42 powerful rifles from the police armory have been stolen. <laughs> the inspection had been ordered after the rifles start after the rifles started appearing a year ago on the black market. 
where they fetch up for ten thousand dollars. Yeah, big good rifles. The rifles had been put into storage but were still in working order. Some of them are thought to have ended up in Argentina, while others are believed to have been smuggled to Brazil. Neighbouring Brazil has long complained that many of the illegal weapons seized there have been smuggled into the country from Paraguay. Paraguayan... Paraguayan? Uh, Paragu- that's it. Paraguayan media... Sounds right. <laughs> I don't know. Posted photos of the replicas and called them the most embarrassing scandal in the history of the country's police force. That's the... Oh, okay. In the, I was going to say in the country as a whole, in the police force. That's pretty good. That's a really good scam. No, that is a brilliant scam. Oh, they, so obviously this would have had... I, I would say that someone inside the police force would have had to know about this. Oh, guys. absolutely. And they've gone, hey, we know what we can fucking do. This is- <laughs> we can we can just get some toy replicas. Not, a, not only did they say, let's just steal the guns. They said, let's also put toy replicas there. <laughs> that is that is trolling to the next level. <laughs> oh, it's just, it's just brilliant. Um, and in other exciting news... The air guitarists compete for fame and glory at the World oh, Championships. I knew you'd bring this one in. That's why I didn't. I knew you would. Uh, on Friday, the fi- on Friday, fifteen contestants from North America, Europe, Asia, and Australia. I'm so cl- brought- all us white privileged countries <laughs> <laughs> brought their air game to the rainy stage in Olu, Finland, for the Air Guitar World Championships. I think it's been about ten years since Australia's hosted the the World Championships. If it ever guitar. does, we're going. I'm pretty sure they have at one point. Um. I said, if it ever comes back here, we are definitely Each going. contestant performed part of a song of his or her choosing, then had to improvise to Hopeless Case of a Kid in Denial by the Swedish rock band The Helicopters. There you go. I've never heard that song. Yeah, I've never heard of them. Sounds good. Uh, but the winner was Japan's Namani Naguru. Ah, oh, nailed it. <laughs> the 2014 tra- uh, champion as well. Oh, there you go. It's two. Yep. Every four years, like the Olympics. Yeah, she took home first prize and will get a spot in... No, no, it's every year. In next year's World Final. That is the World Championship of Air Guitar. That's awesome. That's a, well, talk, speaking about pettiness and, and wives. <laughs> <laughs> what a, Do you remember that story? And I'm, I'm sure you would have seen it. And um, that Apple, like, Apple and Samsung sue each other all the time. Which is hilarious because Apple doesn't Apple have like Samsung technology? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like patent design and a few other little things about technology and stuff like that. So it's like a little bit within the phone they can sue over because it looks ex- ex- like almost identical and stuff like that. Not I don't I, I don't really understand it, but they're suing each other like to each other for millions of dollars and basically it's just back and forth just to make sure. So basically, that, it's just like CEO egos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This and that. But there was a story going around that Samsung had actually paid Apple all in like, like twenty million dollars in pennies. Oh, did you ever hear that story? No. Well, I wanted to bring something like that in as an example, but to match this story here. But apparently that's fake. Apparently that that never actually happened. Oh, fake news. Which would have been really cool. But this story actually happened. An Indonesian man pays fourteen thousand dollars to ex-wife in coins. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, an Indonesian- Are we talking 14,000 Indonesian dollars? Well, let's, or 14, let's, have a look here. let's have a look here. An Indonesian man who owed his wife, uh, ex-wife a large alimony back payment uh, of $14,000. Uh, he paid it back in coins. An, an Indonesian civil servant who owed his wife um, 40000 he's paid it back. Um, Dwi Sululato arrived in court on Thursday hauling 
a dozen uh, a dozen sacks filled with 153 million rupiah in small change a hefty payment that weighed at about 890 kilograms his lawyer said wait why is there a lawyer involved in this alimony he's paid the money yeah he's painting it over yeah i don't know he's just there a fight nearly broke out between the man and the ex-wife's lawyer who refused to count the money transported in a wheelbarrow pushed by the 54-year-old and two of his mates. <laughs> um, the lawyer stated that the client was trying to insult the, his ex-wife and the man's low public uh, service salary forced him to reach out to friends after the court in the town uh, uh, ordered him to pay his back years of nine uh, years of uh, unpaid back alimony. And, uh, yeah, look at that. So, nine... Nearly 900 kilos of coins. It's pretty good. And you know what? I respect that man. I do too. That's fantastic. Uh, and I'm going to tell you a story. If I borrowed $100 off you, Turch, I would make sure that I repaid $100 in five-cent pieces. That would be almost torture. Well, I'm going to tell you a story about five-cent pieces. One, I think that there's a um, a scam going on with Coles because I think that eventually five cent pieces are going to be phased out, and Coles have worked out a way. They're already preparing it with their self serve checkouts to only give you five cent pieces. So I think they're preparing for the apocalypse of the five cent piece. But five cent pieces can't be used basically. Any- Name it somewhere that you can actually use a five cent piece that actually that doesn't have a person. I don't even think you can use it in vending machines. You can't use it in vending machines and you can't use it in Mikey machines. Which is like our public service, yeah. transport ticket thing. So you can't... So an actual coin of dollar value, of, of, of like, you know, monetary value, cannot be used with a public service. <laughs> which blows my mind, which is fantastic. and But that's okay. But you can do 10s, 20s, 50s and stuff. Now, have I ever told you the story of me with my Mikey? No, never. Okay. So I thought I had a whole bag of change. Like, you know, like, you know, when you go to get coffees and they give you like a 10 cent back and a five. Yeah. Every, cent every December I walk into the bank with yeah. all my coins yeah. that I've saved for the year. Right. Well, before, and, I, and I walk in and yeah. do the coin machine. Thing yeah. 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 It's good. And then go, wow, I've got $20. Yeah. That's amazing. Good. It's pretty good. That's two beers <laughs> <laughs> that I couldn't do otherwise. Cause I would have a wallet full of coins that's like sticking out of my pants. But um, so I thought, you know what? I've got a bag of coins. I'll just go down to the Mikey machine, put my card in there, put all the coins in, and that way I've actually got something useful. Yeah, understandable. Great idea. Went down there. So I was like, all right, I'll start with all my 50 cent pieces. 50 cent pieces go in. All good. 50 cent pieces, no worries. I had like $10 of 50 cent pieces, which is not much. Like, Fantastic. Yeah. Go to the 20s. I got, so I'm putting it in. I was, you know, so it's like... In, in, in. The lines building up, people are getting lines frustrated and annoyed. Yeah, it's all good. Yep. Put, it, put in another turn. Get to four dollars sixty, and I put in another coin of twenty cent piece, and then the machine just goes oh, and don't. drops it all out. Oh no! And I went, oh, all right, maybe maybe something happened. Maybe like the time because like going from one bag to another. So I did it again. Put in the last thing. So it was four dollars eight sixty. Put in the coin for four dollars eighty. So the machine's got a limit. It's got, the machine has a limit in coins of four dollars eighty, four dollars sixty. Yeah. In twenty cent pieces until you have to do it again. So I, ha- I had like 
$20 in 20 cent pieces or something stupid like that and a big bag of coins <laughs> felt like the a hamburger like it was a hamburger or like a robber yeah. with a big dollar sign on the front <laughs> so I'm there just going oh fucking alright here we go yeah and I did it with 10 cent 10 cent wasn't too bad it got up to $5 yeah I uh, found out the hard way this is important information to know <laughs> if I'm ever going to go to a Mikey machine with uh, coins but you can't use 5 cent pieces at the coin at the machines the only place you can use them is um is Coles bloody outrageous and everyone everyone shops at Woolworths anyway oh no I'm still a Coles guy I've worked at Coles for a very long time I'm always going to be those little shops get me every time (laughs) well Church it has been an excellent show that was a that went far quicker than I could have ever imagined yeah can you believe it's been two hours you know what (laughs) yes (laughs) Uh, very good Kieran very that's another episode down. We've got a big episode sort of come up again. The 40th episode will be a really big one. The midlife crisis. The midlife crisis episode. We've got uh, lots of surprises in the works, which is very exciting. We've got a, um, yeah, we'll see. Maybe some returning guests. So we've got definitely got some fun games coming up. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just making things up and hoping for that something that sticks with Kieran's face. I give him nothing, people. <laughs> I give him nothing. <laughs> But there's plenty of stuff coming up. Uh, if you would like to make sure that you're contacted with us at all times, um, please make sure you follow us on SoundCloud, on iTunes, on YouTube, on Instagram. Instagram's our specialty these days. And obviously on Facebook for all your wanking needs. Share it with a friend. Like Word of mouth really does help. Um, tell like one or two mates. And we will be asking for 15 only $1,500 very soon. You know so you what? can continue to you know listen we to the take, We Only Do One Take podcast. You no, know, we will even take 0.0000015 Bitcoin. If you've got 0.0000015 Bitcoin, you would like to... What about we also to, accept five cent pieces? We also accept five cent pieces. In a bag. Now, this is exactly why we have to start our Patreon. <laughs> to pay for this sort of stuff. But for, if you'd like to email us a rant... As usual, please email us at we only do one take podcast at gmail.com. I believe that's up on the Facebook page and on the SoundCloud page as well. You can always do that. But it's pretty easy to remember. It's the name of the show at gmail.com. Kieran, thank you for another fantastic episode. My pleasure, Church. Thank you. And we'll see all you lovely people next Thursday. Oh.